Hello and welcome or welcome back to Fancy Blather. I'm your host Kirsty Taylor and this week um, is our book club week. So it is our January book club episode, better late than ever. I know I'm posting this late time-wise and also date-wise, but like I said, better late than ever. And um, we'll actually be joined by my friend Hannah later on in the episode. Um, I've known Hannah since I was like eight, so a long time now. And no, not eight. Maybe, I don't know, for a long time. And um, I just wanted to have someone to chat with for the book club because I just think it's a lot easier to like bounce ideas off of each other and have like more of a discussion about the book rather than me just like kind of lecturing about the book. So yeah, but first let's hop into our intro. So first thing, um, my small wonder of the week. So... I have been loving um like living in the present moment more so today I was like that's very broad don't worry I'm gonna narrow it down today I had um this um lecture on art which was actually quite fun and um we had to like make so we had to draw a picture of an animal of our choice it was a giraffe um I don't think people really know about this about me on the podcast but like giraffe is one of my favorite animals it's just not I probably just don't talk about it as much and I don't really know why um but I do really love giraffes um anyone that's known me for a while knows that um it's like always giraffes dolphins and then more recently cats but I always kind of like cats but they became this is such a tangent sorry my small wonder anyway um yeah it's like creating things but being present and creating them so it's like making a giraffe model out of like um toilet roll holder and an egg cart um carton and what else like coloring pencils and stuff and it's just really nice sometimes just enjoy making something for the sake of making it and enjoy making it without like thinking about like the finished product and like thinking about it, how it needs to be perfect etc so that is my small wonder of the week just um creating I suppose but like creating presently without like a goal in mind um so what I'm engaging with we are bringing back a book I know but time so actually it's only been two weeks since the last book never mind um so the book that I've been reading recently and loving is um by Christina Newworth I do really apologize in advance if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but I think that's how you pronounce her name. And it's her novella, um, Amphibian. I've read it before and I really liked it and I've been reading it again and I got it from Lighthouse Books, one of my favorite bookstores of all time in Edinburgh, but they do deliver. And um, they also do like doorstep collection. If you live in Edinburgh, you should check that out. So that is I've been engaging with just a bit of um good old reading and she has very um I was to describe the book it's like Kafka-esque but um I don't know more real I suppose is the best way to put it and it's pretty entertaining as well I wasn't massive on Kafka in uni but I do really like her way of writing and her play on words so that is what I've been engaging with and I will have it linked in the show notes also 
Okay, just Kirsty popping in here for our charity of the week. This week it is chosen by me. Um, I wanted to highlight another literary charity. I think I might have actually highlighted them before. I'm not sure, but they're just so good. I'm going to do it again. Um, and it is the Scottish Book Trust. If you're not from Scotland, I'm sure that you probably have a book trust in your country or in your area that you could check out. Um, I really love the Scottish Book Trust as a charity because they do so many things they have like reading and stories sections a writing and author section learning and resources and then you can also just search their website um their learning and resources are amazing for home learning at a time like right now and they're just so useful and a way for your children to connect with reading and get a newsletter and things like that and they've got different learning programs on the go and they even have authors live on demand so you can um you can watch authors live which I just think is so cool and they've got loads of activities to do with your kids and then if you are a writer or an author they have a very cool section which is um opportunities for writers which is a great way to um find places to send your stories to um they've got 50 word fiction so can you write a story in just 50 words books about lgbtq plus history sections kind of like a blog if you will um with all these crazy and cool things on and they've just announced their new writers awards um which i really recommend checking out all the new writers are very cool and it's just very well done and loads of resources for writers as well so if you want to check out the scottish book trust it's just scottishbooktrust.com they are of course always looking for people to um donate to them spread the word um and all the usual things um and i'm sure that they'll be on instagram probably at scottish book trust um yeah so enjoy the rest of the episode Okay, so I've decided to change up the positive news a little bit because I'm just finding it really hard at the moment to find a um, positive news story that's not like linked to the current world situation. And honestly, I just personally am sick of hearing about it. So I was thinking I could do a cool thing where I like kind of talk about like something that happened in history, like on this day, but like something that is like a good thing I suppose so um I, I like uh, for example like today's one is so today's the 8th of February and I'm posting this and pr- probably not when you're listening but today in history in 1990 um CBS television temporarily suspends Andy Rooney for his anti-gay and anti-black remarks in a magazine interview and I'm pointing this out as a good thing because it's good that they su- suspended him for these remarks However, I do want to point out that it's shitty that it was temporary and not fully. And um, yeah, I think that that way I can highlight like cool people and like moments of actual equality and actual change in the world. And it could be interesting. And maybe like other times I'll highlight like um, people in history who you should check out. Because I find that really interesting, but I don't want to make like the whole episode about that. Um, If you like things like that, you should check out Bias Bander by Kayla Stokes or um, Thick and Thin by Katie Blotty because I love listening to those podcasts so much but it's like my little snippet as like a new feature because I'm just struggling with the positive news thing just now so yeah that's that's today in history and I just found it on today in history I'm not going to link it because you can just google today in history to find out different things that's happening in the world different times so yeah so now we are going to read as it's our book club month week oh my goodness our book club episode um we are going to read part of 
this month's book club or January's book club. Um, and then we're going to kick straight into the interview with Hannah, all about Midnight Library. So stay tuned for that. Okay, so um, as you probably know, this month's book club is the Midnight Library, and I'm going to be reading an excerpt from the chapter called the Midnight Library, funnily enough. Um, yeah, so let's just kick into it. <clears throat> the Midnight Library. As she spoke, Mrs. Elm's eyes came alive, twinkling like puddles in moonlight. Between life and death, there is a library, she said. And within that library, the shelves go on forever. Every book provides a chance to try another life you could have lived, to see how things would be different if you had made other choices. Would you have done anything different? If you had the chance to undo your regrets. So, I am dead, Nora asked. Mrs. Elm shook her head. No, listen carefully between life and death. She gestured vaguely along the aisle towards the distance. Death is outside. Well, I should go there because I want to die, Nora began walking. But Mrs. Elm shook her head. That isn't how death works. Why not? You don't go to death. Death comes to you. Even death was something Nora couldn't do properly. It seemed it was a familiar feeling, this feeling of being an incomplete in just about every sense, an unfinished jigsaw of a human, incomplete living and incomplete dying. So why am I not dead? Why has death not come to me? I gave it, gave it an open invitation. I'd wanted to die, but here I am, still existing. I am still aware of things. Well, if it's any comfort, you are very possibly about to die. People who pass by the library usually don't stay long one way or the other. When she thought about it, and increasingly she had been thinking about it, Nora was only able to come to think of herself in terms of the things she wasn't, the things she hadn't been able to become, and there were really quite a lot of things she hadn't become, the regrets which were on permanent repeat in her mind. I haven't become an Olympic swimmer. I haven't become a glaciologist. I haven't become Dan's wife. I haven't become a mother. I haven't become the lead singer of the Labyrinth. I haven't become managed to become a truly good or truly happy person. I haven't managed to look after Voltaire. And now, last of all, she hadn't even managed to become dead. It was pathetic, really the amount of possibilities she had squandered. While the Midnight Library stands, Nora, you will be preserved from death. Now you have to decide how you want to live. Hello and welcome, Hannah, to Fancy Blather. It's so lovely to Hello. have you here today. Hi. Thank you. Um, Thanks. So, for everyone listening at home this is the book club part of the episode and um, I feel like you can really listen whether you've read the book or not um if we feel like we're about to give away spoilers we'll try and like preempt it we'll do our best as I'm saying but I can't make any promises but we will try our hardest not to yep spoil things without giving you a spoiler alert so you can like fast forward yeah. or pause or whatever you need to do it is a quick read though so 
mm-hmm. could like pause this right now and go and read it in a couple of days and come back and listen if you want but um <laughs> our book club for those of you that don't know is um midnight library by matt haig so i guess we'll just start off with um like a brief synopsis of the book and feel free hannah to like jump in if i'm missing anything out mm-hmm. um okay, so like briefly well it's like based on nora oh what's her last name nora seed i want to say but i feel like I that's, that's wrong yeah i think it's not no i think that's right <laughs> okay it is so it's it based is, on yeah. nora we'll just call her nora because i'm not i'm not calling yeah. her the last name um and she has um she's not in like a great mental state i suppose at the start of the book mm-hmm. um mentally she's not doing so well and um she has a suicide attempt i know this probably sounds like really depressing you're probably like why would you want to read this book but but it is actually really good <laughs> yeah. um and then she ends up in this library that is like between the real world and the afterworld if you will um so it's called the midnight library because it's always midnight in the midnight library ironically mm-hmm. enough yeah and um so she's there and then all these books are like her parallel lives her parallel lives right yeah it's so like, like what could have happened yeah if she because she has a bunch of regrets mm-hmm. like how she didn't pursue this or didn't mm-hmm, take this exactly. further so yeah so it's just lives of what could have happened yeah so it's like if she hadn't like if she had taken this career path like where would she be if she like had Mm -hmm. married this guy if she had gone to Australia like all these different things like what would happen and then like as she progresses it's like a it's kind of like a mm, what would you call that what's that called it's like a coming of age in a way even though she doesn't Mm -hmm. actually like age physically and she's not actually like a child because typically coming age books are like teenagers or children but it's like mm-hmm. a mental coming of age and you see her like progress as a character like and have different arcs throughout the book and then yeah and then obviously we won't tell you the ending just yet because <laughs> no. spoil it for everyone <laughs> so that's kind of like the the concept I suppose yeah so, yeah my first thing I wanted to talk about is um like the idea of parallel universes because I think that's so interesting <laughs> And I'm not a mm-hmm. big sci-fi person. Like I'm not big on the no, whole sci-fi world, but no. I do find like that interesting and that like concept interesting. So I was wondering, like, mm-hmm. what, yeah. what are you? What are your thoughts on parallel universes? Do you believe in them? I don't or do know. You- um, I don't know if I definitely believe in uh, like there's other life out there. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Parallel universes. Mm-hmm. like I don't know but it is interesting to think like after reading this book like where you could have ended up if you'd mm-hmm. done this or done that and sometimes it's it might not always be what you imagined it would be yeah so, that's so true yeah so you could be living in a parallel life doing what you always thought you wanted to do but it just might not be what you mm-hmm. wanted to do if that makes any sense yeah it does yeah um, I think that it's kind of funny because I'm like I don't think I do believe in them but sometimes I kind mm-hmm. of but I kind of wish I did do you know what I mean yeah because I'm like <laughs> yeah. that's kind of cool because I'm like the kind of person mm-hmm. that wants to do like everything possible yeah. like I try and fit as much into 24 hours or like into a day as possible and into like a year mm-hmm. as possible 
So I think the idea that there is alternative me's doing these things, like is comforting yeah. to me. And the, like the idea that, yeah. oh, well, I have a regret about this, but hey, at least one of me is successful somewhere else. It's like yeah, a nice relieving factor. I suppose it could go the other yeah. way. Where you could be like, oh my God, that's so scary that there's like all these yeah, never worlds, worked but, out. And yeah, be cool yeah. to meet yourself in a parallel world. Right? Yeah. yeah I do I like the idea but I'm just not sure I fully believe in no. it. no well I did find it interesting no, that it's sure. like a physics concept because I didn't think it was so like ingrained in um science I suppose I suppose it's called sci-fi typically but I just don't yeah, always think yeah. they're so ingrained in like things that are actually probable and I think oh I can see yeah. possibilities here okay mm-hmm. sweet so the next thing is the idea of time in this book is so big I personally I'm like someone that loves talking about time as like a concept Mm -hmm. time is such a weird thing like it's such a it's like a social structure that we've all created for ourselves and like yeah definitely and we also define ourselves by it often and like our like how much we get paid is defined by how much we work and the times that we Mm -hmm. show up to places and do things like time is so like ingrained in everything you do in the world but it's like crazy to think that like we kind of made that up like is there actually Mm -hmm. 24 hours in a day like is there actually a day kind of thing I always think that's so crazy like how do you actually I think about that all the time as well (laughs) I think it's like yeah like it's literally just been made up and like you're always expected to be on time but like who really says that it's 9 a.m like exactly and then time zones and then time Uh zones in a different place in the world are at Mm -hmm. different times I'm like what the (laughs) that work who decided that (laughs) like imagine living by the sun like people used to just live Uh by this whenever the sun was out can you imagine doing Mm -hmm. that yeah it must be so weird (laughs) why did people start like Like, using time I just find it so odd like mm. I know and like especially now being in winter and the days are like Mm. so dark all the time like I just lose track of time it just feels like you get like a few hours of during the day and then it's just nighttime again (laughs) I know it's so weird isn't it well I was thinking as well so like the concept of time um, Mm -hmm. in these parallel universes is really interesting because obviously like when she when Nora goes into these parallel universes she's going into them like at the age she is now like and she's in her 30s mm-hmm. rather than like yeah. going into them when she made the decision that was the regret which I think is interesting because mm-hmm, yeah. then you get to see the outcome of everything uh-huh, rather yeah. than like the process of like that whole experience because we don't really know what's happened until she's just kind of placed somewhere yeah. and I think yeah, that's exactly. so weird because it's like one small difference but she's mm-hmm. always going to like the same time period. Like she's always the same yeah. age kind of thing. And like, maybe it's even like the same month and stuff, but she's mm-hmm. in a different world. But I think yeah, that's like one like small people. regret. Yeah, but one like small mm-hmm. regret can change uh-huh. so many things like so significantly yeah. within her world. Yeah. And I just think that's like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and it. even decisions that she's made for herself they've affected other people as well mm-hmm. and it shows you that like other yeah. people in her life and then people that wouldn't be in her life if she hadn't made this decision and yes that's yeah. so true mm-hmm. I, d- I like yeah. it because it's like that's like another one that it's like is that comforting or is that terrifying 
because like on the one hand it's like oh that's cool like everything I do like must happen for a reason because I'm here Mm -hmm. and I'm living in this time and I'm content but like in the days when you're not doing so hot you're like oh (laughs) you might and you can just like get into that hole where you just overthink everything in the world and you're like oh my god like (laughs) if I had done this would this be different like that this like catalyst mm-hmm. this which catalyst this which like catalyst global warming it's like yeah it's like oh, oh yeah yeah <laughs> I just think that's so I know it's scary it's a bit scary so weird but then it's kind of comforting if it's like you're in a place you wanted to be in and then you can reflect and be like well I don't have regrets because I am like where I want to mm-hmm. be so it's it's yeah. an interesting one yeah. okay okay we've got a character question who was okay. your favorite and least favorite character right okay so I think my favorite overall was Mrs. Elm. (laughs) She was a little gem. Yeah, she knew what she was doing. She knew where she needed to be at the right times. Um, She just, she just knew it. She knew what she was doing. She gave good advice Um, as well. She did, yeah, she did. Um, And it's weird, like, she's, she's the librarian, but she had, like, such an impact on Nora's life, like, in the real Mm -hmm. world yeah that's Um, true actually just from being a librarian um I also liked um this might be a spoiler alert but um her husband in one of the lives I think his name was which one oh yeah Ash yeah 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 yeah. yeah, he was nice I liked him um mm -hmm. he was a good man for her but my least favorite was probably Dan Yes, preach. What a toxic (laughs) piece of crap. I I hate it. I know. (laughs) Like, there's so many red flags. Everything. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, Uh no, no. Get out of there. What are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) At first, you think he's going to be fine because she was with him for ages, wasn't she? Mm -hmm. Am I making that up? No, No, yeah. No, she she was. And she, yeah, she thought that she was going to. She was settling, though. That's what she was uh-huh. doing right there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So my... So I think he was my least favorite. Yeah. So my favorite, I did really like Mrs. Elm. Um, mm-hmm. I love the cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't in it for very long, but I thought he was no, a great character. And um, <laughs> I can't remember her name, but the... A spoiler alert, I guess, but um, it's not the ending. So is it really... Um, when she's in the uh, the Arctic and um, her roommate, you know, the woman that's just like oh, drink, yeah. drinking vodka, like first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, she was cool. I can't remember her name she either. Just, she was just cool. I feel, mm-hmm. I don't know, but she just had her shit together. I was like, I like this. Yeah. Well, she didn't really. <laughs> she did. I was like, I can, like, she doesn't care. She didn't give two tosses. Mm-hmm. I can relate. No. I was like, this woman's cool. I liked her. He was funny. <laughs> oh, and there was that other guy from the Arctic. I forgot about him. I can't remember his name. Oh, either. the the guy but, that's um, the, the hopper. The mm-hmm. one that like yeah. See, I don't know if I liked him because my take on him was that like he was encouraging her to do like the wrong thing, and he wasn't like <laughs> like he was taking advantage of the system, and I was like, right, find a life, man, and just live it, like. <laughs> yeah that's true oh, like he was he was, was never like, gonna find what he was happiness. looking for yeah I was no. like uh, you have to like you're not having the arc that oh spoiler that Nora has because <laughs> you're not ever realizing that at some point you do have to settle in some way and I'm not saying like settle for a guy or anything like that but at some point you do have to say not everything is gonna be perfect and that's just yeah the reality. True. 
because you get like sucked mm-hmm. into this like it's almost like an addiction of like oh but I could see somewhere else and I could do something else and like because there's no consequences mm-hmm. and I think no. he really like he really no. rallied that into her and I was like Mm-mm, don't like that mm-hmm. yeah I suppose so yeah I was he was like, chasing mm-hmm. something that he was never mm-hmm. gonna find he needed to kind of work with what he's got definitely and, yeah I really I liked yeah. her kid actually as well her kid was mm-hmm. cute and I she liked was, that she yeah. was like so happy with her little family and everything but I was like she's not gonna mm-hmm. <laughs> no not gonna no who was the other I quite liked her brother by the end of the book yeah the ending uh-huh. you kind of saw him for like Three. I kind of had yeah I had a like I was kind of judging him throughout the whole book mm-hmm. and then at the end it kind of all made a bit more sense and I was like okay, right yeah that, yeah yeah I thought that too I was like well I feel like I've been a bit harsh on him Mm-hmm. Some... Same with Izzy. Mm-hmm. Like, remember at the end, True. like, it all came together, and I was like, oh, yeah. okay, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's I agree. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I wasn't sure about Izzy either, but then I was like, oh, okay, it's not so bad. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because you're seeing it from Nora's perspective. You only get like one side of all these mm-hmm. people. Because yeah. even though, like, she's in the Midnight Library and there is kind of like a third person narrative sometimes, it's mainly like, well, it is a third person narrative, but it's always like, kind of through Nora's eyes a lot like how mm-hmm. people are like how characters are described is like how she sees them rather than like how they exist yeah. in the world which I think is interesting because mm-hmm. like maybe Dan's yeah. not a bad guy but he was just like a bad guy for her and she was settling mm-hmm. for him and that's why we don't like him but maybe like if we'd seen him like with someone else we wouldn't dislike him yeah true yeah like they're just more one-dimensional really saw him yeah, we only saw him in that one world. I don't think we never saw him in the no the real world. Mm-hmm. We didn't. So we don't know what he was no. like, but I definitely don't think that. Plus, she was like ditching everything she'd ever wanted to do for his dream. And his dream was to own a pub and yeah. like, you know, fair play, own a pub, like do what you want. But like mm-hmm. I'm not ditching my dreams for you to own a pub. Like, <laughs> no. In like, and, like in they the had countryside their pub, in England. Yeah. yeah, in the countryside <laughs> in England, and he's got like a drink mm-hmm. problem. And I was like, maybe you shouldn't own yeah. a pub if you've got a drinking problem. It's not a good combination. So definitely, no. definitely not not sure about Dan. Okay, um, what was your favorite part of the book? Do you have like a favorite world, or like um, a, or like the ending or anything? I think my favorite world was the one where she was, she had it all together. She had, she was. Like, this is probably a spoiler alert, but she was married, was, she had the kids, yeah, she had the dog, um, she mm-hmm. had a job that she always wanted, mm-hmm. um, and she like this was like the first time that she felt like in all the worlds that she'd been in, this was the one that she really felt she was like happiest in, yeah. But it was really I think that weird. Was my favorite. That one was mm-hmm. an in, that one was the most interesting arc as well, I think, because it was like, mm-hmm. oh, she's actually happy, but like she is so stressed about being happy that she can't be happy. It was like a really yeah. weird, like, yeah. um, thing and maybe going it wasn't on. My favorite. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my favorite part. I think that was my favorite world. I think my favorite part was. This is going to be another spoiler alert, but um, <laughs> when she's in the library and like she's just come back from that that world yeah and she's just a bit confused and like the whole library starts oh yeah the dramatic scene uh-huh. no just yeah, go no people find... if people yeah, are yeah. listening now like we're spoiling now just yeah, pause. yeah and then she has to find the blank book to mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and write in it. Like, and she has not to, on fire. Mm-hmm. She's got to write in it herself and know what yeah. to write. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Girl. And then it's like the countdown <laughs> thing. And I was like, oh, I'm getting tense. Yeah. Yeah, I, brought, I did <laughs> that like was that part. Intense. See, mm-hmm. I'm going to be cliche and say my favorite part was the end. And if you're still listening to this and you haven't read the book, like, obviously stop listening or just skip, <laughs> yes. skip forward. Um, I really liked the ending because I thought to myself like this would be such a good ending but I bet like earlier on in the book but I was like but Mm -hmm. I bet you they're not gonna do this and then they didn't Mm -hmm. and I was like oh my god Matt (laughs) Haig yeah what a fan I was like this for like maybe a little predictable but like in a good way because I was Mm -hmm, like that's what I wanted for her like I wanted her to Mm -hmm. realize her value and her potential in her own original world and to realize like that she can be happy anywhere and it's like to live like regret free and I didn't want her to like mm-hmm. exist in this other world where she had to like reinvent yeah. herself and her relationships mm-hmm. and her like had someone dead regardless in <laughs> most worlds so I was like yeah. I want her to be back in the real world and like realize that mm-hmm. she doesn't need all these like things and that she can still become all of these things like your time isn't yeah. running out when you're in your 30s like calm down like you exactly, can still be yeah. these things she can still has the ability all the career things especially I was like you can do those things mm-hmm. like no one's stopping exactly. you so I really and it was loved good the that, ending mm-hmm. it was good that nothing really changed either if you know what I mean mm-hmm. like she woke up and it's not like Oh, she got her job back and oh like, yeah exactly oh her life is like, perfect oh, again her life is back together we <laughs> yeah, live yeah. happily ever after it's like very open-ended which I think is like mm-hmm. a really important message yeah it's and like she you, still had like obviously uh-huh and she'll still have regrets and stuff but she'll just oh, learn course. to live with them yeah so yeah exactly so I really I really mm-hmm. like the ending that was definitely my favorite part of the book because I was just thinking to myself this would be so good but I bet you they're not going to do it so when they did it I was like oh mm-hmm. yes amazing because I think <laughs> yeah. I would have been disappointed if it like ended in like the world with ash like I would have been like yeah mm, what message mm-hmm. does that send me I don't like it exactly because that, <laughs> that will never happen what would my favorite world be though I'm wondering I quite liked her in Oz in Australia. I quite enjoyed oh, Australia. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, yeah, obviously yeah. the shamer friend is dead, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. that sucked for it her. But chill. I liked that world. And I like she was swimming. Mm-hmm. She was having a good time, but yeah. she was like more carefree swimming. And it wasn't like a big mm-hmm. thing. I really hated the world. I hated the most was the one where she was like famous or whatever. You know, the one where she had to make the oh, when speech. she had to give the speech, yeah. Yeah, I really didn't enjoy that. Yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, and her dad was alive in that one, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. a fan. I mean, I liked no, the concept either. behind it, but I just didn't I just didn't see her in that world working. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no. 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 Uh-uh. And I was like, how is she still yeah. here? I kept being like, why is she left? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We kind of spoke about the ending already, didn't we? Because... Yeah, we both liked it, I think. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. what do you think, though? I was thinking about this. Some of your parallel universes would look like. Like, I'm like, what? If I was Nora Seed. I was Uh Nora Seed. Like, what would some of my worlds be? And that's what I'm trying to think of. Mm -hmm. I think in one, I'm just going to go more career because I'm not I'm not in my 30s. I haven't really, like, ditched a guy at the altar or anything. So I don't have those (laughs) regrets not yet time still time for that still yeah um so I'm gonna go more like career based because if I think of like kid career 
what I wanted to do. I could be a scientist right now, like a chem, mm-hmm. like a biologist or something. I could yeah. be what else? I could be working in publishing right now. That's like a big one, I think. Like getting a coffee and like I feel like I can yeah. see myself in some universe, like living in like New York or somewhere. Do you know? Like I just see that. Oh yeah. Being like mm-hmm. a thing somewhere along the road. Yeah. Like still living in Canada. I don't know. And then what's another one? I don't know. I haven't really got that many regret. I've kind of always just done things. <laughs> Maybe an yeah, author. Yeah. Maybe being an author, like a uh-huh. world renowned. Like yeah. The the cool. the best new author, or whatever. Like maybe yeah, I wrote the maybe. book. Maybe I wrote yeah, the maybe. library. Like that's maybe I think in a that's my universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm playing the trombone for <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> maybe no. Maybe I you're a famous so. trombone player. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not happy in that one. <laughs> I don't know for me because I've always. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a regret, but sometimes I wish that I just kind of come out of school, did my four year degree and just got a job. But it's just that's just not the way it's worked out for me. Mm-hmm. I kind of did like a year working, went to college, took a couple of years out and here I am back at uni. Yeah. So, But like I'm doing what I want to do, which I think is the main thing. Like mm-hmm. last year, I kind of had a bit of a midlife crisis and I was like, I'm going to become a paramedic and I started studying to become a paramedic. So maybe in a parallel universe. You'd be a paramedic. paramedic somewhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. during coronavirus. I know. It's <laughs> a locked out there. And then, <laughs> and then I've, I've always wanted to live in Australia. So maybe Oh yeah, maybe a parallel in a universe. Parallel universe. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's funny. Who even knows? Oh, yeah. I got another one. I was big on basketball when I was younger and I quit like when I was getting good, like half decent. Yeah. <laughs> I said, maybe I'd be like a WNBA player because that was like a big thing maybe. for a while. <laughs> oh, really? That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of yeah. nice. It's kind of, it's kind of nice to look back on your regrets mm-hmm. after reading the book. Like I don't really have regrets per se yeah. anyway, but I think like, in moments where you do feel like you have regrets like it's actually like that this is like the best book because it just like makes you realize Mm -hmm. that they're just not worth your time and And then I think things like for me I still think like oh if I had got that job that I was interviewed Mm -hmm. for like I could be living somewhere totally different have a whole different group of friends yeah so weird isn't Um, it yeah like someone someone in my family could be dead like (laughs) yeah I'm like well I'm good I'm quite happy here but then I think something that's funny to think about as well is like reading that book right now like during the situation the world is in because I think to myself but if I was in the position of Nora Seed but right now and this is the time I was coming back to every time Uh different with oh, my yeah. own all these parallel <laughs> universes unless yeah. I'm going to like a universe without like lockdowns because I'm like well either I'd just be studying from home or I'd be working mm-hmm. from home or maybe like on the off chance yeah. I'd be like working at work but I'm like wouldn't be that different no matter like what Probably you're not. doing in no. your life right now I think that's kind of funny because in a way that's like what sucks about right now but in a way that's kind of like good for people like realize they want to like rein not reinvent mm-hmm. themselves but realize like that maybe they aren't actually happy in what they do or like their yeah exactly lives or their jobs like now is the perfect time to start exploring like 
to, no, mm-hmm. obviously it's not the perfect time to find a job or anything, but it's the perfect time no. to start like considering mm-hmm. where you could be in the future and what you could do now to get yourself there and to like, yeah, exactly working in the job you're in, but to start like applying for other places or considering what you need mm-hmm. to do those things. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of a weird thing to like read the book right now because it's like a weird yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah it definitely does make you think though about your own life mm-hmm. and what you want to be doing but definitely. looking like it obviously makes you look back at your life but doesn't yeah. make you kind of makes you go a bit easier on yourself with like yeah, anything that makes, you would consider a regret I feel like it mm-hmm. makes you stop looking like back at your life through rose-tinted glasses and instead you're like mm-hmm, looking yeah. at them like with perspective and you're like actually like mm-hmm. these things all happen for a reason and it's like a yeah. nice like way to look back and I also just love Matt Haig as an uh, author like that's such, yeah that's the first mm-hmm. book I've read of his but I definitely want to read more because I just really enjoyed his writing mm-hmm. style and how it was quite like yeah. fast paced but also it didn't feel like it was lacking detail like I felt like I needed mm-hmm. I knew everything I needed to know but I could also like get through it and it also was one that I just couldn't put down and I like the small chapter element because it's oh, like yeah, you're like always you're always moving on mm-hmm. to something kind of new yeah I yeah. like I think I and like I sometimes books. feel like because I'm not really a big reader but it was kind of like yeah. a um a new year's thing that I wanted to read more and mm-hmm. I feel like I do have quite a short attention span when it comes to reading mm-hmm. so if chapters are too long I'm I find myself yeah. like halfway through a chapter and I'm just like how long have I got left even if I'm really enjoying it yeah so it's a if, hard you're one. A, if you're like me this is the it's a good book, book to read yeah it definitely <laughs> yeah. is I exactly. think even if you're not I think I quite enjoy sometimes like a longer read and I really am like obviously like I write poetry and I'm big on the descriptive element of books mm-hmm. but like it depends on my mood like sometimes I'm in like yeah. the mood and like the headspace to want to read something like very like descriptive and not very plot driven mm-hmm. and things like that but other times I just want to read like a book that just keeps it going like just gets, mm-hmm. yeah but it gets, gets story, you like yeah got gotcha, you got you excited I don't know I just think mm-hmm. like it depends because that's the thing I find though with Midnight Library is like I like to read I've been trying to read before bed and I love that and I think it's a great like night mm-hmm. routine to put in but Midnight Library is a hard one because I just like couldn't put it down yeah, I was, like, yeah there's always something up. going on and I was like oh god like and it was like really hard to <laughs> stop and I was like I need to like it's like 12 like the point of like before <laughs> yeah. bed is like go to bed at like a decent time and I, I'm so like sucked into this world that I'm yeah. probably like worse off than when I watch Netflix so I was like it's maybe not like a bedtime read it depends on how active no, you are imagination wise mm-hmm. but for me like I have a really active imagination like often overactive so I think like even just like my sleep quality wasn't that good because I probably like, dreaming about the book and like Mm-hmm. Like things related so yeah. I was like this is and it definitely makes me. you like ponder your own life like right? I feel like yeah, I was, like, I was reading it before bed then I'd go to bed and then I'd think about my own life <laughs> and yeah like, right oh, where could I have been if I'd done this but then <laughs> once you've is. read it all you'll be fine you'll, yeah. you'll be fine I think like I'm that's I'm why I think it's a fast read yeah. as well because you want to know mm-hmm. what happens like yeah, I think exactly. you are really invested in Nora as a character I think that she's mm-hmm. written in a way that is so perfectly flawed that you 
actually care mm-hmm. about her and you like her because I think some people can go too far in how yeah. much they flaw their characters or how perfect their characters are but she's just real mm-hmm. and I think that what's what makes yeah, it so is. much easier to read is you can really relate to everything that's happening like I think regardless mm-hmm. of whether you're like in your 30s or a woman or anything like that I think she's a pretty like standard character that's like um kind of mm-hmm. a lot of people can relate to so I really like that and I love that Matt Haig does the whole like shouting out charities and like saying like if um you're going through anything like Nora is like here's where you can get help and stuff and I just think that's so oh, yeah so important because mm-hmm. I think, I think nice. other books are a lot about mental health as well yeah I I've think read so them, I think he's I've a big looked, yeah I don't know much about to be fair I haven't really researched or looked into him as a person much but I I think he is no. quite a big like mental health advocate but I would say though like trigger so. warning like if you are in a place mentally where like you're considering suicide and things like that maybe don't read this book yeah mm-hmm. like until you're in a better yeah, place because I, so. I just personally yeah. wouldn't read anything that's that because it is a little mm-hmm. bit graphic at parts yeah yeah it kind of is overly but like I just think if you're mm-hmm. not in a good place mentally it's probably not yeah it's maybe just best to avoid the it best yeah. just because the concept is maybe like mm-hmm. maybe yeah, by the end the of the book, book you'll be better but on. yeah mm-hmm. so I just don't think it's a good idea if that's kind of the headspace yeah. you're in until you've mm-hmm. got the help that you need but anyway um yeah so that was our chat on Midnight Library um again I said it's by Matt Haig and um you can find it a bunch of places. I'll probably have it linked in the show notes somewhere. I'll try and find like an independent bookstore for people to read along or read it now or read it later or I don't know, read it while we're talking. I don't care. <laughs> Maybe not while we're talking. But, um, and you can check out us on Instagram at Fancy Blather. Do you want to shout yourself out on social media, Hannah? Your Instagram? Oh, yeah. It's just um, my Instagram's just Hannah Matheson. There you go. So at uh, Hannah Matheson. Pretty standard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have it in the show notes down below and uh, next month's book club is the world's wife by caroline duffy so it is poetry um it's probably one that you don't need to read beforehand um because it's poetry there's not really many spoilers on the episode which is good (laughs) and uh we have a guest coming on who's actually done a lecture on the book before so i think it should be super interesting so stay tuned and i know everyone in scotland's probably sick of caroline duffy if they like went to high school but it's gonna be worth it i promise we'll talk about it like a little bit more excitingly than our hiring with teachers okay well thank you so much for coming on hannah it was so lovely no, to have thanks you for having here. me no problem thank you. And, it's been fun yeah i'm glad and thank you to everyone at home for listening and yeah don't forget to check out our instagram thank you bye